What's up, disc golfers? Joe here for Joe's Disc Golf, and I've got so much to talk about today. It is insane. The amount of stuff that has happened in the last week is absolutely insane. I mean, one, I got a new camera, which you can probably tell. If you're listening to the audio version of this, you definitely cannot tell that there's a new camera. I also got some headphones to be able to monitor what I'm saying, because I don't know if you guys noticed, but a couple weeks ago, put out that really mm, terrible sounding uh, podcast because there was an echo and I didn't know it and I couldn't hear it. So spent some Christmas money, was able to get some nice headphones. Now I have to get used to hearing myself in my headphones as I'm going. And it is something crazy that it is. Uh, I just I. Hmm. It's something that I'm going to get used to, and it's going to be super beneficial. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. However, I have to get used to it. So if all of a sudden I am losing my train of thought or pausing for a second there, that's because I am listening to myself talk and you guys might enjoy the sound of your own voice. Well, actually, you probably don't. Nobody really likes the sound of their own voice to begin with. However... That's kind of where I'm at right now. And I've decorated a little bit here. We've got in the background here a basket that I got is a Christmas present for my daughter from one of my friends. Shout out to Kelly. She does fantastic work. She does a whole bunch of social media stuff, designs websites, builds websites, does a whole bunch of stuff there. You can find her. I follow her on Twitter. I forget her handle off the top of my head, so I'm not going to say too much more, but She's the only Kelly that I respond to and I believe is subscribed to me on Twitter. So you can find her reach out or business email there and you can get some really cool stuff. She has not built my website, so I want to make that abundantly clear. But I've definitely asked her a whole bunch of questions, just like any of you have probably asked a friend of who is knowledgeable in a specific area like, hey, uh, you know, um, I, I got a lot of people that ask me like, hey, you know, my wrist hurts when I do this. And I tell them, well, you know, stop doing that and it'll stop hurting. Boom. Problem solved. Just like she tells me like, hey, I, I've, you know, I say, hey, I've got this question about I've got this issue with HTML. And she goes, hey, just stop using HTML and you won't have any problems. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the fun stuff, all the behind the scenes stuff. So I got a basket behind me. I got a sign that I've had. For a long time, I finally got it up on stream here. It says, welcome to reality. Please visit again. I, yeah, reality is sometimes not as fun to live in, but it is still where we live at this time. And it's where we get to play disc golf until virtual reality reality becomes a thing. I know Disc Golf Valley has a VR thing. It is rough, um, but most things in VR are kind of rough. Uh, especially something that's like a one-man team, a two-man team. Uh, it's kind of rough, but Disc Golf Valley, super fun game to play. I was thinking about getting into some streaming with that. You guys will have to let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. If not, you know, hey, whatever, no worries. Pretty laid back, pretty chill here. Working with a couple buddies, got some updates here. You know, hey, this is the first episode in 2022. Working with two buddies, we are trying to get a, another Disc Golf podcast coming out. We already have a name. We have some topics. It's going to be where this one is more news focused, has a lot of stuff going on with it, and just has 
it's more of a serious, I guess you could say podcast. This is a more serious podcast. We're talking about, I'm talking about the news. I'm talking about, I'm trying to get interviews, still working on that part. That's, that's a growing part here. That's the part that I am still working on. Um, still have to grow the audience, which means I'm going to need you guys' help out there to help grow the audience. So share this on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Share the website, joesdiscgolf.com. Follow me at joesdiscgolf on Instagram and Twitter, facebook.com slash joesdiscgolf. And I believe that's everywhere. Share this, rate this, review this podcast. It helps get this out to more people. So please do that, I ask you. That's the only thing I ask. Please, pretty please, with sugar on top. But uh, yeah, trying to get this out there, get that other podcast going, which we do have a name for it, which you can check that out. Um, It isn't published yet. We're working on getting our first episode recorded. That is taking a little bit of time when you're talking to two of the three people having kids, everybody working essentially second shift job. It is difficult to coordinate our schedules, especially with our unpredictable schedules here. But hopefully by the time this podcast, hopefully in the next week or so, it is currently January 6th as we record this, January 7th as this is published. Hopefully by the 14th or the 21st, there will be a podcast, a disc golf podcast hosted by three subpar disc golfers. above average, you know, drinkers called Half in the Bag Disc Golf. You can find us halfinthebagdg.com and on Twitter, halfinthebagdg. That, I believe, does it for all the promotion stuff that I've been talking about here. Six minutes in, and I haven't really talked too much about Disc Golf or the sponsor. Duh, can't forget about the sponsor. And that is sponsored by Log. What rolls downstairs, a loner in pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack, and it fits on your back. It's Log, Log, Log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's Log from Blamo. Not a real sponsor. And our other sponsor, Joe's Tree Repellent Spray. Spray it on your disc and something will happen. Can't guarantee. It'll be the result you want, but if you spray it on your disc, something will happen. I guess we should get into the big thing that happened right off the bat here. First big thing to happen this week. What could that be? Could you guys figure out anything? Is there anything big that happened in disc golf this week? Anybody leaving? Anybody signing? I I don't know. I don't know. Not really. Actually, I guess there's this one. Kona Panis leaves Innova. Heads to Dynamic Discs. This is one I did not see coming. I did not. I figured with her dad working at um, Innova as the marketing director that she'd be there for quite a while. I figured that when Dynamic Discs said that it was someone with multiple Elite Series wins, um, I immediately discounted Kona because she only has one. She won Waco. She's done a good job. When she figures out her putter, she is going to be one of the top FPO disc golfers by far. She's going to be great once she figures that putter out. What Dynamic Disc also included in that was the DGPT All-Star Weekend. Um, I didn't count that because it didn't count for anything. It's a really cool event, and I'm excited to watch it again this year. I think they're doing it again. 
it is super exciting to see, super exciting to watch, but it wasn't something I counted. It didn't count towards points. It didn't count towards tour series. It didn't count for anything. It was just cool. It's like the all-star game in baseball or basketball or hockey or any other sport. It's fun to watch and it counts for pretty much nothing. In baseball, whoever wins, that team gets home field advantage during the World Series, but that's about it. Um, here, it's just a fun event. I believe they raise money for charity, but I digress. She signed the same deal Kristen Tatar did. That is four years. Four years. $500,000. Holy crap. That is a ton of money. And rightfully so. I mean, you could say about her, her skills, she's not, she's in the top 10, but I would not put her on the same level as Kristen Tatar yet. I think she will get there. I think she'll do a fantastic job. And I think once, once she figures out her putter, I think that's going to be it. Her drives are pretty solid. Her upshots are pretty solid. Um, her, what they're really buying at this moment, uh, at this moment is her social media presence. It is probably the best, if not top three, top two in the game right now, right now in disc golf. Um, Brody Smith does a really good job. Paul Macbeth has a pretty good job with it. Uh, Simon Lazat, really good job. He's not as big on Instagram as he is on YouTube. So I think that's where it's kind of a bit different here. Uh, kind of different animals, so to speak. But Kona going to Dynamic Disc. Not only does she get that four years, five hundred thousand dollars, she will get a line of bags that she helps design, a signature series line of bags. She will also get the Paul Mc, Paul Macbeth style deal of her own line of discs. Uh, she's working with Dynamic Disc to come up with this. They've got four years. They're working on some prototypes. They're going to get stuff out there. I'm hoping that I can get some. Again, grow the audience and I can get some. And then I can review them for you. And maybe give them away. I don't know what the rules are on that. I No promises on that. Because there might be something in that where like I, I can't. And otherwise they'll cut me off and sue me or something. And that would be bad. That would be very, very, very bad. But, you know, we got to grow the audience. All that. So if you're watching on YouTube hit that subscribe button. It's, it's right down there. It'll, uh, it'll help you. It'll help improve your disc golf life because you'll get to see me and you'll get to hear me talk. And it's great. And everybody loves to hear me talk. If you're on podcast and you just found this, thank you. Welcome. Hopefully you hit that subscribe button. Hopefully I've done something to earn you your support there. Uh, she will also be creating artwork for the discs, not just her line of discs, but it sounds like she's going to be doing um, custom artwork for a whole bunch of discs. I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty much at least to start the discs that she throws, whatever she's deciding to throw. She's got her signature series Vandal, which looks really cool. And if you guys were up on it, you could have bought one and had her sign it. I believe I've got uh, two coming in and at least one of those should be signed. Maybe I'll do a giveaway with it. Maybe not. I don't know. And she will also continue to work with youth disc golf. She's been big in that. I mean, her whole brand is built around her developing as a player and her getting better as a player, not so much what she's doing right now. She's not like Paul or Paige or 
Ricky or Simon who just shows off what they can do. She's showing her process of how she's getting better. And that's really cool. That's what a lot of new disc golfers are doing. They're looking for someone they can follow her and go, yeah, you know, I'm not as good as her, but look, she struggles with her putting like I do. Look, she misses some of her lines like I do. Look, she's trying to improve her distance like I do. Like, yeah, sure, she can throw farther than me, but she's trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. And it's a really cool setup there. I believe that Dynamic Discs is probably the best on social media of all the major companies. And Kona Panis is the best, if not one of the best, the uh, on social media as well. And those two working together, this is going to be interesting, to say the least. I think they're, the cost that they paid for her is pretty low for the ultimate um, return on investment that they're going to get over the next four years. I think regardless of her play, she could plateau right here, right now, and I think she would still sell discs like crazy, and it wouldn't matter. Uh, I thought it was interesting in her interview where she kind of talked about, you know, somebody asked, I forget who it was, uh, asked about why she left Innova and came to Dynamic Discs, and she basically said, look, you know, they gave me a contract, and it was essentially the same as last year, maybe some inflation adjustments, maybe a little bit more, she's done a little bit better. Uh, she had been in talks with Eric McCabe and he was and she's like, hey, you know, can you get me that Kristen Tatar deal? And they basically said, yeah, she went back to Nova. They didn't match it. They didn't do anything. She wasn't too thrilled with it. And she's like, yeah, I can't talk numbers, but it was basically, you know, a gas stipend and disc sales where here at Dynamic Discs, she's getting one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year plus whatever she sells in discs. She's guaranteed $125,000 a year to play disc golf. And I'm sure there's something about, you know, tournament fees and, you know, gas for the RV, which she's still touring with her fiance. And they're going to dual wrap the RV with um, Discraft. And I think he's with Discraft, Mason. I think he's with Discraft. Well, either way, they're going to dual wrap it with Dynamic Discs and his company, I believe, Discraft or Discmania. And I, I, don't know why I can't. I'm blanking on both of those. So it's going to be really cool to see how Kona continues to grow as a player. Uh, her big thing this year is confidence. And she's working on her confidence with her putting, with her drives, with everything. I don't think we'll have to worry too much about her uh, getting used to the dynamic discs. And I think she's throwing, she said she's going to try to stick mostly to the DD brand. With, you know, obviously, if there's something in Latitude's lineup or Westside's lineup that she needs, she's not going to not throw it. She's going to throw whatever that is, but she wants her bag to be mostly dynamic discs. And she is a fieldwork nut. And I think that that's just going to be the fantastic thing is she's going to continue to work and she's going to learn these discs and they're going to be great. She's had a lot of help from Eric McCabe and the guys and gals over at DD and helping her going like, okay, you know, I threw this at, you know, Inova. I need the counterpart of that here. What is that? You know, I threw a beat up this. What is close to that here? And they've been helping her out. And it sounds like she's doing pretty well. And that was the first major assignment or major announcement. and. The second one, which was probably 
the worst kept secret in all of disc golf, and that is Ricky Wysocki going to Dynamic Discs. What we didn't know was the deal he got. He got four years, $4 million, very similar to what Macbeth got, 10 years, 10 million, both get a million dollars a year. Um, he also got a $250,000 signing bonus that is all in Bitcoin. And unfortunately, since he got that, Bitcoin has tanked like 20%, 25%. But um, I don't think that's, you know, it's not the first time that's happened. There have been these dips where it drops 10, 15, 20%, and then it just shoots back up. I am not a financial advisor. I do not claim to know anything. I do have a link in the description below. If you are interested in crypto uh, through Coinbase, they teach you a whole bunch of stuff. It's an affiliate link. You buy, sell, or trade $100 of crypto and you get $10 worth of Bitcoin, US dollars worth of Bitcoin. So, you know, use my link below. You get 10 bucks. I get 10 bucks. Everybody's happy. I get to use that for more upgrades like this fantastic camera that I'm using or these fantastic headphones that I'm using or, you know, maybe a microphone. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe updates to the studio. And I use that loosely. So he also will get a line of discs. Unlike Kona, he will not be making artwork. I don't know if Ricky draws or not, but he is definitely not known for it like Kona is. He will also get a line of bags and potentially a line of carts. What I envision this line of carts is a rebranded uh, Zuka cart. You know how they all have, you know, if you buy it from Zuka, it or Zuka, I, I, yeah. me and um, me and names are rough but uh that's what's going on there um he's also going to i need to change something with my camera one of the cool things with this is that i can use it to follow me and use gestures to control it except when i talk with my hands it activates the gestures and those of you on podcast just audio you're going what the hell is he talking about video people are like oh that's why the camera is moving um but my my imagining is that he's not going to go out and invent a new style cart. They're going to rebrand a Zuka cart and just put Saki bomb at the bottom or maybe dual branded Saki bomb with a dynamic discs logo down at the bottom. That's my guess, but that sounds like it was only a possibility, not a big thing. Um, again, he's going to get his own line of discs, much like the Paul Macbeth deal. I think this is another big win for Dynamic Discs. They had the money to throw around, and I think it's going to go well for them. I think that they, I think they're going to make a lot of money over the next four years from just those four or just those two people, not including um, Valerie uh, Madujano and who's the gentleman they signed? Blanking. I am blanking here, um, but I know where to look to see where to find these so if you just go to joesdiscgolf.com and then you can see the current disc golf player contract tracker super long to say huge pain in the butt but uh they have gavin rathbun they have macy valadiaz formerly macy walker i'll probably stop saying that sometime soon she's been married for six months or so cynthia riccati logan harpool miles seaborn Paige shoe Chris Clemens, Sarah Gilpin, uh, Valerie Mondahano, uh, Mason Ford, 
So it's not Mason Ford that Kona's married to. I'm sorry, engaged to. I'm just struggle bussing right now. I don't know what it is, but uh, we'll we'll keep going on with that. Um, we'll just kind of keep chit chatting here, and uh, I, I I think I think DD is poised to make a huge is is poised to make some disturbance here on the course. I think they're gonna they're they're positioning themselves well to finish high this year. They're doing well. Unlike most disc golfers, they're actually looking to place high and not just be high. Come on. <laughs> that was a bad joke, but not exactly far off from the truth. One of the things I found pretty entertaining was they had asked Ricky about his contract at Innova, and uh, he was pretty much he pretty much was silent on that. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to talk about that. I can't talk about that. Uh, one of the quotes that he had here was, I'm beyond thankful to see um, to see that they see that. Uh, but there's other aspects to the to the decision that the general public doesn't see. And I'm here to tell them that the dynamic that dynamic is a company that obviously in years past that haven't had maybe the top players, but they've still been a great brand no matter what. And I've always seen that seen that and always thought that ever since that I was last on the trilogy team four years ago I just like I think that both Dynamics brand and my brand have grown since I left so I think that time we both grew to where we both fit really well together right now that was so hard to read for no apparent reason uh you can find that at joesdiscgolf.com there is the quote there it is Ricky Wysocki MPO face of dynamic discs there's also the kona panis article kona panis the fpo base of dynamic discs i think her growth uh and macy valadia's growth over the next couple years they're going to be pretty solid uh you know katrina allen is still out there touring Paige pierce um evelina hannah Kristen tatar they're all very strong women and i believe that Kona and Macy can get up there. One of my favorite things listening to Macy on some live broadcast last year was, you know, she goes, um, you know, I, I hit the tree I was aiming at pretty much saying like, I threw it farther than I thought I could, which is fantastic. That's awesome. She's pretty solid too. Um, and speaking of Katrina Allen, she left prodigy early which was pretty shocking. She'd been there for nine years. Uh, she is 37 years old. So I had assumed that she was just going to stay there and retire. It, it's kind of like, you know, Michael Jordan is always with the Bulls. He played with the Wizards or Brett Favre was always with Green Bay. And nobody remembers. Well, Green Bay fans never want to remember that time that he played for the Vikings. Um, I don't like either team. The Bears. Aren't making the playoffs again. But um, I assume she was going to stay there. But wherever she ends up, um, I think the guys at Griplock brought this up. Um, she's always pretty much going to be associated with Prodigy unless she happens to win some world titles or some major, major events at wherever she ends up. Um, probably given the way that these bigger name players have left Innova, I doubt that she's going to go there. I don't think they're going to pay her the money that she is looking for. Um, I 
Mm. There's speculation that she'd go to Discraft. I don't know about Discraft just because, uh, again, as the guys at Griplock pointed out, you can't build that rivalry between Paige and Katrina because they're on the same team, quote unquote. Uh, they work for the same company. And yeah, you could kind of do it, but it'd be kind of weird. You'd be better off marketing them like Discmania does with the Crush Boys, with now Kyle Klein added to that, Eagle McMahon and Simon Lazat. Um, you could see her go to Discmania. I think she would be the top FPO there. I don't know if Discmania can afford her, given it, just in the fact that they're going to be paying Simon a lot of money, they're paying Eagle a lot of money, and assumedly they're paying Kyle Klein a lot of money. Uh, I MVP, I don't know if they have the money. Yeah, they got a lot of money from James Conrad and a holy shot. However, there's also the fact that they probably paid a pretty penny to get him to MVP. There's a company that I always forget about that I saw on Twitter. Somebody pointed out DGA. They make all the money off of the baskets, all those mock baskets. Um, I have a mock shift practice basket. Um, I love those baskets that you can transform from the skinny chains to the normal with chains so that like when my daughter's old enough, she'll probably want to throw out the basket and she probably wouldn't be too thrilled starting out throwing at the skinny chains right off the bat. Uh, but I digress. Uh, there's who else could she go to? I mean, Westside doesn't really have a major FPO player. Uh, they have, uh, I think Paige Shue is on that team. Uh, she's really good. Don't get me wrong, but Katrina Allen's better. That uh, kind of deal. It's one of those that's like uh, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan. Uh, doubles. It's that kind of situation. Like, I don't think it's that close, but it's one of those. Like, again, Paige, is, Paige Shue is really good, but Katrina Allen is even better. I think uh, Westside might have some money to throw around. Latitude, I don't know if she'd want to go there with Kristen Tatar being there. And it, it really comes down to how much do we think? I know Kristen has said that she really wants to come over to the United States and tour a lot more. But who knows with the lockdowns, like she got over here once last year and that worked out just great. And then there were other times where she it just didn't work out for her. Um, she got stuck. She followed the exact same routine. She tried to quarantine and just they wouldn't let her come. Uh, so I don't know. Who knows? And those things change so much. I think quarantining is down to five days now. If, you've ha if you have it, I don't know about coming into the country or leaving the country. It, it's a mess. And I, uh, you know, uh, God bless all of you trying to come into the U.S. or go over to Europe to play because good Lord, I don't know how it all, like nothing makes sense. Um, it, it reminds me of that line from whose line, uh, the points are made up and none of it matters kind of thing. Like I, they change it so much. I just, I, I can't keep up. And fortunately I don't have to travel internationally, so I don't have to try to keep up. Um, so I really hope, um, everybody going over to the Euro tour stop this summer, it all works out. I mean, who knows? Things are going to change. It's January. I think that's in July. So it, it's going to change. Who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, Chris Dickerson, today, as of recording, 
So that'd be yesterday for all of you in the future or last week, or I don't know when you watch this a couple days ago. He left Prodigy. There were some rumblings and grumblings that he was unhappy with his contract. Uh, he probably wanted a pretty sweet deal like Kevin Jones got, but they're probably like, nah, you can't, nah, nah, dog, you can't do it. Kevin Jones has got a, a pretty decent brand, and, and Chris Dickerson, great disc golfer, but he's kind of a keep your head down and roll with it. Uh, I don't know where he'd end up. I'm, I'm curious where he might go. Uh, I, Discraft, I don't know, Innova, maybe? It depends how much money he wants, maybe? I know they're not totally hurting at Innova, but it feels like it after this exodus. Um, I don't know. Maybe Latitude 64. They could they could take some people with uh, Ricky being at Dynamic. I don't think I don't think that would happen. Matteo at Westside. I don't think he'd go there. MVP. Same reason why Katrina. Like I don't think they could afford it. Um. Uh, who knows? Maybe he goes, maybe both of them go like infinite discs and thought space and, you know, EV seven kind of deal, uh, a similar route to Eric Oakley and Drew Gibson. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of out there. Uh, disc mania, probably not Discraft. Like I said, I don't know. I'm just trying to run through who knows? Maybe gateway. Uh, maybe who knows? Vibram. You never know. Uh, somebody said on Reddit, like, oh, yeah, you know, Vibram, they don't have anything that's they don't have anything that's good right now. They don't have anything out. They're trying to break back into disc golf. They're in, then they're out, and then they're in, uh, you know. Now they're coming back in. As far as I know, I could not find anything on the PDGA website, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything. My Google Foo has been weak as of recent days. Um, but there's nothing I saw that would not allow them to just remake all the discs that they previously made, provided they're all the exact same molds and everything's exactly the same and all the weights are the same and the dimensions, everything's the same. As far as I know, they can just spin that up and start popping those babies out. And they've got 21 approved discs right there. I, I don't know. That, that is one brand that could do it. Maybe. It'd be interesting to see where they go. Uh, as I mentioned before, Kevin Jones extends contract with Prodigy for four years. He did not say how much money he made. It's probably a pretty solid deal. Uh, my guess would be million over four years or equivalent, maybe 1.5. I don't think he'd get, he's definitely not going to get Ricky money or Paul money, the million a year. But I could see, you know, two million over four years. It's not a bad payday there. Uh, Haley King abruptly leaves Discraft. Um, they had printed a whole bunch of discs, like pretty much saying, hey, great season. So, you know, that it's not like she won Worlds or won um, USWDGC or Throw Pink or something like that, where you could see like, oh, hey, yeah, she, uh, you know, she had this major accomplishment and we're going to make this commemorative disc. No, it was pretty much like, hey, you had a really good season. Here's a disc with your name on it, with your accomplishments. And she was pretty much like, yeah, deuces. Maybe the conspiracy theory is Katrina Allen is heading to Discraft. Again, I don't know with Paige Pierce already there. I, you know, maybe, maybe not. So 
she um this was like two days ago i believe she cut ties with discraft and the day before that she had cut ties with all of her sponsors so i don't know if she has some place where she's going where they already make carts something like prodigy maybe prodigy has the i think they do rover carts you know maybe she ends up at uh, one of the trilogy companies they do carts with um uh because she did ridge roller and they do zuka carts so maybe it was just weird the the way it all happened because like a couple days before she was just like putting out all these all these notes like hey like or all these instagram posts saying hey like you know uh discraft you're awesome discraft is great i had such a great time discraft 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 and even discraft had put out some stuff like hey Haley, yeah good job and then i don't know what happened uh, she broke ties with everybody there. She left. She uh, Discraft made a video, I believe, that was pretty nice. And it was just one of those things where, like, where are they going to go? These are some high-profile departures that we don't know where they're going yet. And it's really exciting. Like, this is by far one of the craziest off-seasons. I think this is the craziest off-season ever. There's so much money in disc golf now. So many contracts are being rewritten and changed. and You know, there are a whole bunch of things in there where, you know, they could have, you know, contracts aren't, you know, as airtight as they could be. Uh, I think now with the kind of money that's starting to get thrown around, this $500,000, million dollars, multi-millions of dollars, I think what's going to end up happening is the lawyers are going to get more in there and really make sure that everything's all, you know, locked up, buttoned up uh t's crossed dotting your lowercase j's just to make sure nothing happens because right now pretty much you know you could have something written in the contract that says hey you're going to get uh 10 discs every month and for some reason i don't know fab capacity went down something happened and you didn't you got nine you got eight technically that's a breach of contract and you can just end it you know, I mean, it's something as stupid and little as that you can. And I don't think with the way most of these have ended, it's just been anything nefarious. I'm curious to see what is going on with Ricky because of what's going on with that. I, I don't know. It's just it's crazy. Um, I know I had used that to get out of a lease. Um, I was changing jobs. I was moving to a whole different state. And my landlord was like, hey, no, you're you're here for another four or five months. I forget what it was. I said, yeah, but you see this line right here where it says uh, you will plow my driveway because I was in way north Wisconsin. You will plow my driveway after it snows. I forget. It was a specific amount of time. It was like one day or two days or something like that. And he's like, well, you know, I, I told you my Jeep broke. I was like, yeah, but it's written here. So you should have you know, hired somebody to do it because bye, that's it. See ya. Tough luck. Um, it was kind of funny because he thought, you know, I as a young 20 something didn't know what was going on, but I can read the directions. You know, I was that guy, you know, that test that somewhere throughout your career, you know, everybody says, You know, everybody has that one professor, that one teacher that gives you the test that says, you know, make sure you read all the directions and you read them all. And it says, you know, sit there for 10 minutes 
and then just sign your name at the top and turn it in after 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is. And yeah, um, I was that guy who actually read the directions, believe it or not. So that kind of wraps up all the sponsorship stuff that's been going on here. I don't know. There's there's just been a lot of change, a lot of things going on, a lot of excitement. But we will talk about the PDGA has announced the location for the 2023 majors. Uh, the world's location for the professional side will be in Jeffersonville, Vermont. They're going back to Smuggler's Notch. Uh, they only received one bid for that. That was it. So, you know, had I been savvy enough and actually stupid enough to try to put in a bid for Worlds oh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, the guys in the club would murder me. And that is probably putting it nicely. Uh, we only have one course that I would consider, one completed course, let me correct myself ahead of time, one completed course that would probably work out well for this. The other course is still under construction, and for, by 2023 it should be done. However, I don't know if we could get the permission for the property. That's a, that's a whole different story, but if you're ever coming down to the Fort area, you know, hit me up on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Love to go play one of the courses with you guys. We got a whole bunch out here, a whole bunch of fun courses, bunch of pretty challenging courses, a uh, couple technical ones, a couple fun ones, uh, but nothing I would consider for Worlds, especially after the things I've said about some of the previous courses of Worlds. I think Smuggler's Notch is a good job. Um, this year, 2022, it is in Emporia, Kansas, and they're supposed to be re reworking Jones Gold and it will be completely different from the layout that they're using for the dynamic discs open uh, two months before, something like that. Uh, the Amateur World Championship will be in Peoria, Illinois. Two bids were received for that one. This year, however, and I was trying hard, did not qualify, did not get enough points in. Uh, this is in Evansville, Indiana. I believe in Peoria, Illinois is about the same distance for me as Evansville, Indiana. So maybe 2023, I will try for Amworlds, try to get enough points for that. So that will be at the same courses that they use for Ledgestone. Um, so Eureka Temp, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, 2023 PDGA Masters World Championship this year, 2022, it is in Peoria, Illinois. Next year, in 2023, it is in Flagstaff, Arizona. It is going to be, uh, it's going to be a good time. They're the host of the 2003 Pro Worlds and 2005 Am Worlds. So it's been quite a while. It'll be the 20th anniversary of Pro Worlds when Masters Disc Golf World Championship happens in Flagstaff, Arizona. Received only one bid for that one. Junior Worlds is going to be in Peoria, Illinois this year. Next year, 2023, it will also be in Peoria, Illinois. They received three bids, and that is going to be, again, at Ledgestone. All those courses there. This year, the USWDGC will be held in Madison, Wisconsin, up behind the Cheddar Curtain Dairy. Yeah, hey, there. 
And we will have next year in 2023. It will be in Burlington, North Carolina. They received five bids. This was the one that received more bids than anyone else. So I think that's going to be great. It's going to be uh, fantastic. This is the Burley, Burlington area disc golfers and disc golf underground are helping out with this. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, supposed to be a pretty sweet course of what they're doing there. Uh, I think, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, the Tim Selinski U.S. State Masters Championship this year, 2022. It's in Quad Cities. That's Illinois, Iowa border. Next year, 2023, they received two bids, and the winning bid was from Eugene, Oregon. It's going to be pretty great. Uh, Eugene, it's to include. Eugene, DGC, Willamette, Stumptown, Oak Ridge, and Florence Disc Golf Clubs. They're going to help all run that because it takes a village to run one of these big ones. Um, the Champions Cup this year is in Appling, Georgia. It's the inaugural event. And then there was only one for next year, and that is Milford, Michigan, home of Toboggan and D-Glow. I'll be curious to see how this all goes. Uh, it's going to be really exciting to see how that happens. I can't wait to see all these tournaments. I can't wait to see all these major events this year. I mean, next year. Eh. Pretty exciting. Uh, one other fun, because the government has to stick their hand into your pocket in disc golf. Uh, this is also on the PDGA website. Website How the third-party payment processors uh, have changed things with the tax rules. The government has changed things with tax rules. So any of you out there who are making more than $600 per event are going to have some stuff. So in a nutshell, starting this year, if you receive more than $600 in business transactions for the year, uh, you'll be receiving a 1099K form from your TPPP, the third party payment processors, to account for those transactions. The other thing is you'll also be receiving a 1099 from the tournament director each time you collect money. So just hold on to all of your receipts when it comes to that is what it boils down to. Uh, make sure because they're going to try to double dip. They're going to try to say, well, you know, you got this from there, you know, PayPal, you know, sent you one. So you got to pay taxes on that one, on that $600. And oh, hey, look, you got to pay taxes on the one that you got from the tournament when it's really the same $600. So you only need to pay taxes on that once. I want to make it abundantly clear that I am not a tax professional at all, not a lawyer, not an accountant, not anything like that. So if you are one of those people who plays MPO, FPO, and you win cash and it's not given out, you know, it's given out through one of these, um, you know, TPP, third party payment processors, Venmo, PayPal, whatever, every anybody uses, make sure you talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, I'm going to assume that most of you, I'm going to guess that 99% of my audience are not tax professionals. 1% would actually probably be a lot. Who knows? Uh, but that, that's pretty much that. Um, make sure you just pay attention. Don't pay more than you have to is what it boils down to. Um, but I think that about wraps it up for the show. That's 45 minutes here. That is a pretty solid show there. Make sure that you keep an eye out. I will put it out on Twitter and on Instagram when we do actually launch this. It is going to be 
the Half in the Bag Disc Golf Podcast. But that is not the show. This show is Joe's Disc Golf. And I want to thank you all for watching, listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, share this with your friends, review it, rate it, do all that fun stuff because it's going to help other people find this podcast. If you think I'm doing a great job, again, give me that thumbs up. If you're thinking I'm not doing a great job, give me a thumbs down. Write a comment. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me how I screwed up because I know I screwed up. Um, I can't remember Conan Panis' fiance's name because I'm still blanking on it and I can't remember. But that is besides the point. So that wraps up the show. So thank you all for watching. Don't forget to to thank Treesus if you get a great tree kick and if you get a less than favorable kick and you end up deeper in the woods, Treesus is trying to teach you something and you need to reflect and repent because you have transgressed against Treesus. So thank you all for watching. I've been Joe. You've been awesome. And I can't wait to catch you all next week in the next episode.